Hey everyone, this is Gabby and Karim, and you're listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Tune in each week to hear us talk about the journey of getting into med school. From GAMSAT to medical interviews, get the insider scoop from med students who have done it all before. So So stay stay tuned tuned and and get get ready ready to get get med ready. Hey everyone and welcome back to the podcast. It's Gabby here and I have another episode of our mini series all about mock MMIs. But before we jump in, I will do an acknowledgement of country. So I would like to acknowledge the traditional and rightful owners of the land in which I am on today. That is the Yorta Yorta land. I would like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, as well as pay my respects to any First Nations people who listen to our podcast. So today we have station nine. The student is Sally and the examiner is Karan. He will read out the station and any additional questions. It is a bit of a longer station. This one goes for about nine minutes, um, but it's a really good one for practice. So hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. So hi, Sally. My name is Karan and I'm going to be your examiner for today. So we're going to start with your station for today and I'm just yeah. going to read it out to you first. So your assessments are approaching and you're feeling slightly unprepared. You're due to catch up with some friends that you haven't seen in a while, but you also have some part-time commitments. How would you handle the situation? Okay. Um, I think it's first important to acknowledge that um, time management and organization is an important part of being a medical student. Um, And I think that, I guess, this translates further into the medical profession as well. So firstly, I would um, understand what the issue is. So I guess there's, you know, competing priorities here. I would um, prioritise them in order of importance. Um, And I think that's important because it um, helps you understand why you need to prioritise and which aspects are important. So I would um, sit down have a think about, you know, the areas that I'm, the the things that I'm considering and their importance. Um, I would consider the due dates and then I would consider um, which strategies would help me address the um, the issue here. So I'd start off with the priorities, um, address that, you know, exams are important. I also have to meet my friends, but I guess that's of a um, lower importance. So what I would do is I would, um, you know, create a deadline for each task or um, I guess a, a time, um, a timeline. So for each activity, I would um, create a timeline, um, especially for exams. I would assess the, um, I guess, what I know and what I need to work towards, um, plan that out, have a timeline um, to ensure that I'm able to meet that deadline comfortably. Um, then I would um, assess my part-time work commitments as I think that's also um, important Um, and I would either work with my employer or I would create strategies to help me meet those deadlines. I may consider um, reducing my hours if that's necessary based on um, first assessing you know my my academic um, commitments then I would go into um, working with my friends. So I guess having a, um, a balance between your social life, your academic life and your work life is quite important. Um, I would, uh, having supportive friends is important, but I guess um, ensuring that they understand that there's also a lot of other commitments going on is also an important aspect. 
So from there, I would either work with my friends, change the deadline. Um, but if I am prepared with all the, um, with my timeline and working actively towards, um, you know, the strategies of organization, then I should be able to, mm. sorry, meet them um, in that yep. situation. All right. So I'm just going to add a few extra questions now. Um, yep. What skills or any experience do you have that you think could help you with the situation? Um, in this situation, I think my time management and prioritization, time prioritization skills would help in this situation. Um, in particular, as in my work as a radiographer, I'm often having to prioritize patients. Um, and I guess having to prioritize patients in terms of importance um, is a skill that would can, that I can translate into this situation. Um, and uh, this experience, I guess, being a prior student um, in my undergraduate degree, um, where I did have to balance placements, part-time work, as well as um, my academic commitments. Through that, I developed, um, you know, organisational skills, time management skills, which allowed me to meet all the deadlines. Um, and I would use those in this situation as well. Yeah, that's good. All right, Sally, can you tell me a little bit about how you deal with stress and an example of when you've been very stressful and what you did? Yeah, um, I think stress, yeah, managing stress is important. Um, many of the experiences I guess in everyday life and in the future as a doctor might be stressful um, so I think managing stress I like to um, think about the the things that are making me stressed so for example um, at work where I was in a stressful situation learning how to scan cardiacs for example so coronary angiograms um, I tried to understand which aspect of that was making me um, stressed, um, in particular the anatomy. So from there, I actually consulted with my seniors and my supervisors, discussed with them, um, you know, the strategies that would help me overcome this stressful situation. Um, from there, we worked together, developed certain strategies, and I accessed resources to help me with this situation. Um, and then after that, I reflected on my progress. So I guess it was a challenging situation because I, or a stressful situation because I was learning. But in that, I reflected on how I dealt with it, the, the strategy that I employed. And that kind of made me more um, relaxed. And I think taking time to process that myself and reflect on it really helped me, um, you know, not be as stressed or affect my mental health as much as it may have. All right. So how do you think doctors manage stress in their day-to-day -day lives? Um, it, I think um, they would, I think they would acknowledge that stress is an, you know, an inevitable part of their, um, their employment. Um, and that may come from either their patient interactions or them, you know, juggling their commitments or their long work hours. Um, from that, I think they would utilize the resources that are available to them. Um, whether that be uh, consult their seniors, their supervisors or their mentors um, and kind of think about the strategies that they employed. And I think from there, um, understanding that sometimes they may not have the answer to everything. So I guess acknowledging their limitations and um, I guess accessing other resources such as uh, a counsellor or a um 
I guess a psychologist if it is if, like if it comes to that extreme um, and I think ensuring that they have a balance between their personal and professional life is important so I guess um, thinking about how they allocate their time and, and which activities help them maybe I guess de-stress after work or before work whether that be mindfulness or um, reflecting on their their experiences um, to ensure that they do not let their their professional life or their patient experiences impact them personally I guess in an emotional uh, or like their mental health yep all right um, so lastly, Sally, do you believe that stress is a contributing factor to malpractice in medicine? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think, um, could you repeat that question again, please? Okay. So do you believe that the stress that doctors face on a day-to-day -day basis, do you think it impacts um, malpractice in medicine? Um, I think it's important to understand where that stress stems from. So I guess if that stress stems from um, uh, like an emotional source which clouds their judgment, that may have a contributing factor to the malpractice. Um, but in saying that, there's many things that need to be assessed. I don't think there can be like a direct link identified. Um, different perspectives need to be considered. So um, their competence, um, how they deal with that stress, what the actions they take to manage that stress, uh, as well as, you know, the, the uh, I guess, the support available to them needs to be assessed yeah. before you can kind of make a direct link to that malpractice. Right. Um, thank you, Sally. Yeah. I'm going to have to unfortunately stop yeah. you there. Our time is over. Right. Thank you very much. No worries. Okay, everyone, before Karan gives Sally some feedback, I do just want to tell you about a cool corporate mentoring program by Communitya. Community is bringing together university students and mentors from industry-leading corporates to empower our next generation as part of their Pathway to Employment campaign. This year has been really difficult, especially for our youth. Student confidence in life after graduation has taken a major hit. So as a platform that facilitates virtual volunteering, Community is turning their focus to support students with the skills and experience that they need for graduate life. You will be matched with a mentor to accelerate your development in a variety of areas, including career path, job applications, interpersonal skills, and more. During this campaign, they'll be providing mentoring opportunities for university students from leading corporates, including Roche, Dell Technologies, Pfizer, and others. This is a really exciting opportunity. So if you'd like to learn more, click on the link in the show notes. All right. Thank you very much. So Sally, before I give you my feedback, how do you think you went in today's interview? Um, I think I probably could have worked on my time management, like running out of mm -hmm. time at the end. I kind of feel like it went faster than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. um, and I do tend to say I'm um, a lot. Uh, so I guess working on that to ensure that my answers flow would probably be a good strategy for the future. Well, I think you did really well today. Um, and so I'm going to break down both those points for you. So you're right about your time, time management. So yeah. it, it the, when you're going through questions like these and MMI stations, you do run through time a lot quicker than you'd expect. But yeah. that's something that comes with practice. The more yeah. you practice answering these questions, even if it's in your own head or with a friend, you're yeah. going to understand when you need to stop because you know you're going to expect a follow-up question. And with your, uh, you thinking that you're saying um too much, don't worry about that. Because yeah. that's something you're subconsciously thinking about and you're yeah. aware of. But as the examiner here is, 
and even an examiner in real life, they're not going to be worried about that. They're not going to be thinking about that. That's not going to reflect poorly on you at all. So don't worry about that at all. Yeah. So we'll start breaking down um, and I'll give you the feedback for today. So yeah. overall, I think you performed well today. I would yeah. give you, I've given you an eight out of 10 for this because I thought you were very confident in how you spoke and you, you spoke very kindly and you seem to be, you, you were very friendly. Um, and this seemed to be very natural for you. And that is very important because that's not something you can practice. It's, it's something that you have. And the other positive I would give you is you spoke like you were speaking to a professor and you weren't you know, using words that you weren't too comfortable with and you weren't acting like you know, somebody else. And that you can really tell when you're going through one of these interviews. Um, I thought you had very important and relevant ideas for this topic. I think you answered every sub question very well and you actually went back to the question. So let's go through each question um, one by one. So yeah. the first one we spoke about was how you would handle your stress. And I liked how you made this very personal. You spoke about the importance of needing to handle stress. You spoke about the skills required as a doctor and as even a medical student to be able to prioritize everything. Um, but most importantly, I really appreciated how you said all three of these are important, but it really depends on the situation because that is true. So the worst thing for anyone to do would be to say, you know, something is not as important as something else, because like you said, it's situational. I liked how you said you would assess um, where you are in your university timeline to actually be true to yourself and to say, am I actually just stressing about my workload or am I actually falling behind? Then to be able to actually ev evaluate your situation and you know, look at it from a different perspective. Um, and secondly, communication is very important. And I really like that you said you would communicate with both your employer and with your friends because you never know if somebody else would be more understanding of your situation and see if you can help. So it's very important to show that you are somebody who is willing to take that extra step to go and communicate with somebody else. Um, the fact that you said you would work with your employer to meet, to see if you could reduce your hours or even talk to your friends and tell them that you're in a bit of a stressful spot right now. And as supported friends, hopefully they would understand. So that was very good. Um, secondly, when you spoke about the skills and experience you had, this was the perfect opportunity for you to work with, talk about past work experience, and you did. You spoke about your time as a radiographer, and exactly as the question asked, you spoke about how you would prioritize patients depending on the necessity of who needs to go first. Um, and that's exactly what we were looking for in this question. Um, next, we spoke about how you deal with stress yourself. And this, I think you did really well as well. And you related this back to the first question about how you would try and break down the situation and step back, back for a moment and figure out the source of the stress, not just running away from it. And that is a very good thing to do in itself, but also the fact that you were able to think of it on the spot, I'm very impressed because the fact that you broke everything down step-by-step the same way you said you would in a stressful situation, you proved to me that that is actually how you function. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was, that was really good. And the fact that you said you reflect on your progress is also very impressive because that shows that you are always willing to learn, that you're actively looking to see where you can improve. So that's something else I really took note of. Mm -hmm. um, and lastly, when you spoke about um, doctors and them dealing with stress. So you did speak about how it's inevitable and that is true. 
And you did speak about how um, doctors have ab the ability to utilize resources of the hospital, see different counselors, speak to their supervisors. But I think this could have been somewhere where you could have spoken about how every individual might have a different way of dealing with stress. With that, you could have said it's a very subjective thing that the way you deal with stress or I deal with stress might not be the same for everybody else. So this was a bit of a tricky question to answer, I do understand. Um, but I think you did do that well. But saying that reflection, again, you mentioned that reflection is an important part of this, I think was also very important. Now, our last question was also our most difficult question. And we spoke about malpractice in medicine. So although you did say that, you know, it is possible for doctors to have clouded judgment, and it's a very complex situation, I do agree with you. Uh, and like you said, it is very, it's imperative, I'll say, that you go away from having any absolutes to say, yes, it 100% agree. I believe that stress is the contributing factor. Or on the other end, saying, no, it doesn't impact at all. That's very important. Never go with either extremes. Um, but you should maybe be aware of the four pillars of medical ethics about autonomy, beneficence, non-maleficence, and justice. And for this particular question, it's our third pillar, uh, non-maleficence, which means the duty not to do any bad, which is relevant because if a doctor is stressed, like you said, they might act rashly, they might not be thinking straight, and they definitely will have clouded judgment. And that might inevitably end in them accidentally doing something that you know, isn't the best for the patient. So there is probably a factor of how stress can contribute to mal malpractice. But like you said, we aren't sure about anything 100%. There are no absolutes. So I think you handled that pretty well. Do you have any questions for me at this point? Um, just with that last one. Um, uh -huh. Yeah, I found that really tricky. <laughs> I kind of yeah. want to say it again because I need some time to think. Um, uh -huh. Is it bad if you say, can you repeat that again? Or I'm like glad you brought this up because it is one of the, it is completely okay to do that. And this is something I did multiple times in my stations during my interviews as well. Because yeah. um, like you said, it gives you that extra 10 seconds to think about what you want to say and plan it in your head yeah. um, and more importantly if you get stuck halfway through a second it is okay to say sorry just give me a second and just to pick it up again because i would rather that you take a second to reorganize your thoughts instead of just having a jumble of words come out of your mouth so yeah. it's more than okay to ask for the examiner to repeat the question uh, and more importantly, it's okay to take a second to just think before we start answering as well. You don't need to start um, saying your answer as soon as I finish asking the question. Okay. It's all right to take a two or three second pause to yeah. think about how you're going to go about this. And so your main areas to improve, I would say, would be your time management and yeah. maybe just structuring the way you would answer your question. And both of that comes with practice. So that's yeah. my the best feedback I can give you is to try and speak to anybody you have who's willing to help to ask yeah. them to be the examiner. And even if it's just yourself in your own room to have a conversation with yourself in your head. Yeah. And that's something that the more you practice, the better you'll know saying, okay, it's probably been a minute. I should move on now. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I, just another question. So I know that mm -hmm. they like for Notre Dame, they're going to be doing the interviews online. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess with no follow-up questions, like would it just be beneficial to practice, I guess, 
oh, actually, I don't know which interview, you, like you don't know where you're going to get an interview. So you might as well practice a different type. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, um, first of all, very important to practice all types of interviewing. Uh, and secondly, although I did, I interviewed at multiple different universities since I'm an international yeah. student. And I wasn't able to come up to UQ and I had online interviews for UQ and they did actually have follow-up questions. Mm. So they give you a STEM on, yeah. you know, on your Zoom screen. And while the interviewer is speaking to you as we are right now, they did actually interrupt me saying, I have a follow-up or oh, how would you deal with this? So <laughs> even though it's an online uh, interview, yeah. they still have opportunities to ask you follow-up questions. Okay, cool. Thank you for listening to the Making of an Incredible MD podcast by Halide to Health. Please like, share, and subscribe to help spread the word about our podcast. And we'd love to hear your feedback. So send us an email or message on Facebook. All of our links are in the show notes. Thanks. We'll see you next time.